Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, do you like my new vantage point <laughs> for the broadcast today? Yeah, what's, uh, did, are you shrinking or what's going on back there? I'm not because... shrinking. <laughs> it's just that, can you even see me on the on the stream? Well, uh, so all of our tall all chairs I, Emily, all I see is like your disembodied head. It's like it's just chin and head. And now can't even see me because there's a screen in the way. You know what? So, Let's do this in unity. <laughs> Sit on the ground. Yes, of course. So um, our tall chairs are all broken. And so I have a little tiny chair, but I have a tall desk. So I feel like a little kid back here. Well, it's have, really fun. We have 49 chairs here. <laughs> but none of them are tall chairs. 47 of them are broken. <laughs> so here's the deal. I don't, was Sada, No, Sadat hey, wasn't even here yesterday. That beat so this is strong. a Mason thing. Mason right. and I prefer different chairs. Mm-hmm. Because I have to go through and do like a uh, a taste test of all the chairs in here, and yeah. the one that I leave it's with, it's like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Exactly, <laughs> it's never the same one again. The armrests are down; yeah. it's very low. I like it nice and high. I like the armrests high. I see M's forehead. That's it. You know what I'm going to start doing? Much like when I take my uh, my headphones home yep. every day. You take the right? phone the home too. <laughs> yeah. right? I'm just going to take the chair. I'm going to put it in the trunk of my car and just drive it Go put it, it in my office or something. Day. Go put it in a random No, they'll office. go get it. I don't trust anybody around here. <laughs> awesome. um, update. Chili pot update. Breaking Ooh, news. Give me my breaking, breaking news music. Breaking How the news. hell is this happening? <laughs> okay. I get up this morning. I'm the first one up in the house. I walk downstairs. Yeah. And it's about 540. Uh huh. Quick, okay. quick background. You've had, you haven't had your chili pot in about two weeks. You have no idea where it went. And so, so Jorge asked his son at the game. Both and sons. Both yep. sons. And both sons <laughs> thought that Jorge was pot. asking for weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my youngest one thought Jorge was trying to cop. Yep. <laughs> my, 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 Bobby just told him a, some baloney story yep. about how, oh, I took it to a friend's. Mashed I made potatoes. mashed potatoes. What was really weird is Michael said, I have my guy. I'll call you in a few minutes. plug. Um, so. I get home from the Dodger game last night, mm-hmm. and I I go to bed. I you know I, I I'm only up for a little bit, and Bobby was not home. I come down this morning. It's about five thirty five, five forty, and sitting on the kitchen table, clean as a whistle, is my chili pot. No nothing, but wherever it was. It was retrieved, and now it's back. So the chili pot has been recovered. It's It mm. looks like it's no it's worse for wear. random There's story no... I've ever heard. Does it smell There's like no... mashed potatoes? <laughs> it, what, they cleaned it. Whatever they used it for, it was well cleaned. There's no way it was a responsibility of any of the women in your house. No no Kelly, no Susan were responsible for misplacing this pot. Kelly doesn't really cook, so she would never mm-hmm. need it. And a thousand Su- percent. They and, have nothing to and do And Susan with it. and I, I'm like, did you move it? She's like, I don't know where it is. No. No. Could this be a prank? from susan that she's just trying to drive you crazy that's actually an interesting question no okay i, I don't okay. think so, so it's one of the boys it look yeah, the it second jorge yes. said hey where's the pot it showed up two days later that's not a coincidence <laughs> yeah thank that's you jorge, by the way i appreciate hey, you anytime you know <laughs>
Next time, sometimes we'll, it has to be another voice. <laughs> so here's what, when you when you come over on Saturday, right? I'm going to give you a list of questions that you can start to interrogate the children with. Yeah, just uh, we'll we'll go in the dungeon <laughs> down there. Hey, kid, let's go for a go walk, on, Bobby. Let's, let's go walk up to the front of the street. Hey, Bobby, it's get back, over here. Sleigh. I can make my chili it's now. Big time. It's back. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to John in Huntington Beach. John, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey guys, nice to talk to you. You too. Hey Slee, long time no talk, buddy. I missed you at the golf tournament. Oh yeah, my bad. That's, uh, that one's on me. Next year I'm there. I'll I'm there, man. I'll, he was I'll in quote unquote Japan. Highlight. Right, right. Yeah, my my highlight was uh, I taking a sip from uh, baseball Lindsay's watermelon uh, Tupo Chico. So it basically <laughs> meant we kissed. So what up, what up, Lindsay? Sure, sure. All right, let's move on, so, John. Uh, sorry, sorry, Trav. Uh, sorry about Dodgers last night. Not sorry for uh, Paul yeah. and Huntington Beach or Yates. But Yates did bring up a good point. And it sounds like the Dodgers are missing my boy, uh, Justin Turner. Um, so I want to get your thoughts on that. I also want to know, uh, do you think this hurts the Dodgers' chances to land uh, Shohei? Because, you know, he's in Japan. Ah, excuse me. He's in Japan watching Breathe, and he's thinking, hey, <laughs> these, these guys are losers. Like, I don't want to go here. All right, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, Thanks man. Uh, the Justin Turner thing is an interesting idea, but he was there I when was it gonna came say, unglued. It's not like... It's just this is the one year he hasn't been here. He was there last year, right? In years in the past, other collapses. He was on that Nationals team, mm-hmm. right? Or, or against the the team that lost to the Nationals. Um, so no, I don't think it's that. This is, I think, one of the interesting things that there's been a ton of turnover on this. That yet the result is still the only guy that's really been here through all of it is Kershaw. Okay, so there and and Dave and your what, manager. No, Mattingly was here for the beginning of this. Matt Mattingly was here for the first part of it, too. How many years has Dave Roberts been there now? I will tell you as I look this up. He's I, been there since 2016. Okay. And Don Mattingly took him to – so Mattingly took him to the playoffs in 13, 14, 15. Okay. They got rid of him, mm-hmm. and Dave's been there ever since. Mm-hmm. And they've made the playoffs every single season mm-hmm. and won 100 games. They've won 90 games or more every year he's been there. We'll get back to that in a second. Mm-hmm. The Otani thing is interesting. So I had a conversation with – some people last night and the subject of Otani came up and the people that I was speaking with led me to believe that the chances that he ends up in Dodger Stadium are far less than they might have been three or four months ago for a variety of reasons some of some of the factors some of the factors are the new balance deal right that he's a new balance athlete that's headquartered in Boston that that may be a a, a something that might push it slightly one way or yeah, another th- this was what a report in the last week or so that uh-huh. that has the Boston's becoming more and more of a favorite i've heard that from a, more than one person that okay. Boston is is in the mix and then obviously his injury is a huge part of it the Dodgers may or may not need pitching in the short term that he's going to be unable to provide and the other part is something that i didn't exactly say it like this but something that I brought up a few times is, is he willing to fit in organizationally? Are you willing to kind of be, for, and this is a terrible phrase, but one of the guys. Okay. Like, are you, are you, are you going to hang around? Are you going to be part of this? Or is this just, I show up, I do my work, it's excellent work, but the second I'm done, I bounce. And, and, and with the Angels, it's been just that? It's been just that. Mm-hmm. And the question is, is that an Angel thing or is that a Shohei thing? Is it a both thing? Probably both. Maybe. Yeah. The the. Stuff that I was hearing was maybe it was a little bit more on him. Just, look, I've given you everything I got. That's all that you're entitled to, and I'm going to go live my life when I go live my life, and I'll let you know when it's my turn to pitch again. You agree won't detract anybody from? No, No, but I think it may detract somebody from going all in on it, especially if you want to have some control over this, which brings me back 
to what Yates said a second ago. I think there's something to this. Well, we're the Dodgers, right? I, I, I spoke with somebody else last night, not the same person, but that said something very similar of, look, just thinking that your talent will overwhelm the day works over six months. That just being better, if we play 162 times, me being better than you is the difference between me winning 98 games and you winning 82. I'm just better than you. Doesn't matter at all in a best of five. Doesn't really matter much in a best of seven. That that grit, that that loose cannon, that person that is going to insist on this energy or commitment to detail or whatever that little extra thing is that we're all struggling to identify as missing with the Dodgers isn't there. This, oh, well, we'll be okay. We're the Dodgers. No, you're not. There, the sense of urgency from the jump was not there. It wasn't there last year. It wasn't there this year. And I get it. that This year's a little harder to say because of the way that the games have started. But where is it? Where are the good at-bats with runners in scoring position? They hit the ball hard twice last night, Al. Two times. And I get it. Zach Gowan's a good pitcher. They pound that dude. The bullpen in Arizona's not that great. Merrill Kelly was 0-11 against the Dodgers in 16 starts. He diced them up. That can't just be a, oh, we had a bad night. Really? Okay, over but- and over and over again? There's something about this... We'll be okay. We're the Dodgers. We just show up and we do it. That doesn't translate to a short series. When you say that it works for 162 games, it doesn't work in the playoffs. If you're asking the Dodgers to be something that they're not, all you're asking the Dodgers to do is just don't collapse. That's all you're asking the Dodgers to do. No, that's not what I'm asking them to do. What I'm asking them to do is show up ready to fight. Yeah, but if they just don't collapse... They're probably it's a one-one series but tie against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I, I don't think that's right. Because they're collapsing. They're, they're, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are one for thirteen. They're, they're collapsing. They're terrible. But I don't know if that's what I'm getting. What I would like to is that every pitch is a dogfight. The way that it is during they they go in a weird direction. That they, they just they get oddly blasé in these in, in these moments. There it's just this complete lack of urgency. Does it feel like Arizona's playing with urgency? I'm Every genuinely pitch, asking. Absolutely. Does it feel no like Philadelphia, Philadelphia is playing with urgency? The Braves yesterday, literally, their se- their season was on the line, down four to nothing. They won the game five four. You don't you don't win that game unless you have some urgency. James Outman is brand new here, so I don't want to. I hate using him as an example of this, but had he walked up to the base to the to the plate with the bases loaded, was that the fifth or sixth inning, whatever it was? With no bat, sixth inning. they would have scored a run. But he's just it just was a terrible at-bat where mm-hmm. he's chasing pitches out of the zone. You could chalk that up to, he's a rookie, this is his first time through it, he's feeling all the emotions that you feel in a new thing. What about Mookie? What, what, what about Freddie Freeman? What, what about these guys? What about Max Muncy? What about these guys that are the backbone of your team that are nowhere all of a sudden. Does does what the hell is happening? Does that fire have to come from a player? Does that urgency have somewhere. to come from a player? It has to come from somebody. Isn't it supposed to come from your manager? It could, I, I don't care where it comes from. It needs if it's the manager, great. Because if it's if it's a consistent theme with the Dodgers, this is not a two game sample size in the playoffs. This seems to be a consistent theme from the Dodgers. And could I say something? I'm, my pointing the finger at Dave Roberts has nothing to do with Dave Roberts. It has to do with the end result. If the end result is the exact same, then how do you not look and say, okay, well, is it something 
you're not doing in the play. Are you tight as a manager in the playoffs and the players reflect the emotion of their leader? Could be that. And, and I'm, I'm not telling you I have the answer to it, but if a lot of Dodger fans are trying to find the solution, they're one game away, one more loss away from another oh, yeah. collapse. You said the first batter in the game yesterday against the Diamondbacks, there was this, oh my gosh, again. It's a groan. The Clayton Kershaw in. game uh, a couple nights ago that right there in the first inning, oh my gosh, again. You don't create a oh, go- oh my gosh, again in a month. No, you created over years. They have built years of equity of choking. You're, you're finally singing from the hymnal I've been singing from since the All-Star break, which is all of this doesn't matter. The second it's 0-0 zero, zero again, it's starting all over again. Then we can't use those stats on Dave Roberts. <laughs> no, well, then again, we can't. it's not his fault, but he might pay the price. I think there's a difference between those two things. I, I don't think... He didn't say, hey, Mookie, what I want you to do is swing at everything they throw at you. He mm-hmm. didn't do that. Mookie did that. Hey, James Altman, swing at pitches out of the zone. He didn't do that. Hey, Bobby Miller, be terrified mm-hmm. in the biggest moment of your life. He didn't do that. He's not able to stop it, yeah. which may be your point. I don't think it's his fault, but it might be his ultimate price to pay because you're not firing 25 players. Or you just want to try something different because it's clearly not working when all the money's on the line. Let's go to Downey and Jason. Jason, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Jay? So I got to give a formal welcome to the Raider Nation for my boy Morales. <laughs> More than welcome to have him. But I, I got to say this, man. He, he, he actually got me on this Dave Roberts tip. I've always said, uh, I don't want to fire him just to fire him. I, I want to know who we're going to have next. You know, I, I don't want to coach that was a manager that was fired just to come manage the Dodgers. But after he said he's going to manage like it's a game seven or for the NLB at game five, and they put up that yesterday, I think it's time to cut bait. If, if they don't make it to the World Series – um, it's time to cut bait. That you know, like you guys say, it's, it's we can't fire the players, so it's got to be the coach. So hopefully, you know, they pull off a miracle. If not, he's got to go. J- Jason, guys- Jason, and and yeah. you, no, I appreciate you calling in. You don't have to cut bait on Dave Roberts if you lost to the Atlanta Braves in a seven game set. I'm not saying that. You can't collapse against Arizona and San Diego and have other collapses in the past and just kind of say, well, you know. Well, what are you going to do? And Some guys got a little tight. It, this happened, that happened. It's baseball. Like you can only you can only sing that song for so long. You're 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 right. That this, hey man, baseball's weird. No, no. You can once, twice, three, we're we're so far into this that the hey, baseball's weird, man. Okay, then why are you always losing to teams like the Diamondbacks and the San Diego Padres and the Washington Nationals? That okay, they're why why are you never hot at the right time? Right? Okay, well they were hot. Okay, why are you not? Mm-hmm. Why, why are you always on the wrong side of the momentum equation? We, we why? Don't, we don't mention the loss to the Red Sox because the Red Sox were really good. You know, it, And they were cheating. You wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mention. We don't mention. We mention the teams that you're supposed to beat that you lose to. If you lost to Philly or Atlanta in the next round, that's different. This is an Arizona team that you dominated. You're down 0-2 and at Dodgers. They're not just Stadium. losing; they're losing in an ugly, ugly fashion. Where they're taking bad at bats. Yeah. It's just it's they're not getting hits. If they look, had they lost last night nine to eight, and it was back and forth in their book, they're like, okay, but it's the same. I said it after game one. It's not just that Kershaw was terrible; he was. They didn't hit, and they didn't hit again last night. And that's the far bigger problem because. Whatever Lance Lynn goes out there and does, he's going to do, right? Who knows? Only, only Is he going to have support or no? Mm-hmm. If they get 
if they hit the ball hard two more times the way that they did in game two, it doesn't matter. He could throw a two-hit, you know, a one-run game. It doesn't matter. you got to hit, and they're not hitting. If you don't think I wasn't going straight to Santa Barbara, Slee, you don't know me very well. Mondo in Santa Barbara. What's up, Mondo? Yay. Man, those dang Dodgers. No fire in the, no fire in the dugout. You know, they need fire. They got those base hits, and you think, man, I'm going to get me a hit, and I'm going to put this game where we can win. And Mookie Freeman Outman is out, period. You know, let's go up there, win that game tomorrow, and maybe we could talk a little bit better about the Dodgers. What do you think, guys? Or put Gatterall as a starting pitcher for an inning, and then put the next guy in. See what happens. Mondo, it's an interesting idea. Just the, get through the first. The, so two, <laughs> Don't two, give up a run Two, the two first. things, right? Number one, they will get the chance to go up to bat, not behind, for mm-hmm. the first time in this series because they're the visiting team. Yeah. So that helps. Put a run on the board. Let's see what it feels like. Let's see what it feels like when there's a little bit of momentum. I love what he just said. They're going to pitch Lance Lynn, whatever, like we've talked about before. There's not a lot of good options left at this point. Yeah. But what about, hey, listen, you know what we're not going to do is what we did in game one, nine to nothing. What we're not going to do is what we did in game two, three to nothing. What we're going to do is Joe Kelly, who's a bad you know what, he's going to go out there. We're going to go as long as we can. And even if it's only an inning or an inning and a third or an inning Mm -hmm. and two thirds, at least I know that there's a zero or worst case scenario, there's a one. What we can't do is be chasing multiple crooked runs right out of the gate. I don't okay. hate that idea. Okay. I really don't. We, we said this, and I don't think we've had a chance to do it, but I think that caller is a good transition to this. Is there a path for them? I mean, if, if you're sure. trying to look at, if you're trying to say, this is the path how the Dodgers get back in the series. Forget winning three in a row. How do you just get back in the series? How do you just win one how do you win a game? game? How do you win a game? Put some kind of pressure. I mean, I don't know if it's pressure on Arizona or not, but... Arizona's going home, and their fans are up two to nothing. They've Probably been at Dodger the Stadium. They've been <laughs> getting ready for the pool. Throw their own Dodgers. Remember, they fouled their pool a million years ago. Now they get a chance to throw their own celebration in the pool. How do they find a way to just win a game? It's a great question, Slee. We'll do it next. It's coming up. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Medellas were cold. I bet. <laughs> I got one right out of that tub with all the ice. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like That's the refrigerator is okay, but it kind of hit and miss. You don't know when they've gone in. If they've been in that ice tub, by the way, you guys will see how a cooler is supposed to be packed on Saturday. Yeah, I got overnight. If I'll get you some to tips come. from uh, Julian. <laughs> well, are you going to come? 
I'm gonna try and make it happen. That's that's a no. I, I, yeah. I told you since yesterday. I'm like, oh, don't count it. Emily, my friends are driving nope, me to that's Disneyland, a no. that's and a no. so that's a no. if they can come, if I can, if I can bring two friends, I want to be there. I just got to coordinate one thing. They're the drivers. Just with my girl. Just okay. got to coordinate one thing. Okay. Listen, this is Way the more. first time. Are my two friends invited? Nah, we'll see. I do like. Nah. Okay, so then I can't come. Come I on, do like Trav. A no idea. <laughs> No, not, this is not a Travis problem. We're not turning it into one. <laughs> That's not happening. That's not happening. That's cool. We'll do it again. Now, see, now it's are not your friends us. here? No, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. What are you going to do, Jesse? In oh, before we do that, Jesse, yeah. sit tight. You're first up uh, out of the gate. There is a path, okay. and, and I don't think like Chris when Chris was in here a minute ago. He said, "Well, they're going to pitch Kershaw in Game Four, guys. Nothing would make me happier." Than to have to figure out who to pitch in game four. To have that conversation. Because it means you won game three, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not so sure that that is, is in the cards at this point. But here, here's the most basic way they can win game three. They're good. They have a good team. Sure. That the Dodgers could win a baseball game at the moment feels like an impossibility. But they're really good. They won 100 games for a reason. To think that can they beat the Diamondbacks? Of course they can. That's the that's the one part that makes you think, yeah, we got a chance. Like th this is what Dave was saying about how, hey, we've won three games in a row before. Some of our guys have been in this spot before, as far as facing elimination, and I think it just, you know, we just got to pitch better and so you know at times and and uh, you know take better bats. I think that we just got we have the guys that can do it. You know, we just got to take better team at bats and win the next game, win game three. And so, uh, you know, if we win game three, then we'll, we'll pick up the pieces and go from there. But uh, we've won three games in a row. Uh, we're very familiar with this ball club. They're playing good baseball. And um, we got to find a way to, you know, flip the script. They got to find a way to win tomorrow night. That's all they have to do. I go back, you've heard me say this a hundred times, Lee. I go back to Mike Sosha when he was managing the Angels and Yankees Stadium. They're like, well, you used all your pitchers tonight. It's like, I had to win tonight. I'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I need to win the game. That's what Dave needs to do. They're good enough to do it. And here's the other thing get a lead and let's see what happens. Just find a way to win that game. Get a lead. Hold on. Get one hard hit ball from Mookie, one hard hit ball from Max Muncie, or, or one of your guys that makes everybody go, Oh, we're gonna be okay. Think, think about, That's it. think about what you're asking for. Are you asking for too much to have the Dodgers in a game in the postseason where they have the lead? Are you asking too much for exactly. Mookie Betts to hit the ball hard Doesn't for Freddie like Freeman to get some good contact? Are you asking much? to walk into a second or a third inning where the Arizona Diamondbacks have a little bit of doubt in their heads, you're not asking for much. So the reason why the Dodgers can make this a series, all you have to do is just not... If, if, I, if I said, write the script of the worst things that can happen in the first two games, it all happened. I have to do is go to the box score it in the happened. first two games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just watched it. What you, I, just, I found that funny, what you just said. You're asking for the most basic things from a team that won a hundred games to do it once against the Arizona Diamondbacks in the three and you know what would be the third game. Here where guys when you were if you're married or before you had your girlfriends, think about when you had your most success meeting people. It's when you kind of weren't trying to and when you're just kind of out there doing your or thing you didn't give or you didn't give a damn if it happens what. or not. Yeah. Or you're a salesperson and you're like, you know, this isn't and then bang, it happened, right? Acapulco. This, I, Acapulco, Sucio. Right? <laughs> hey, easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that 
if you just kind of and you can't fake it you can't go i'll just pretend i don't care you can't you gotta legitimately yeah. kind of say man i'm just gonna let it whatever happens but I, I, we're already down we're, we're, we're in trouble bang Ooh. bang there's another hit and all of a sudden you're feeling sure. different sure and all of a sudden you got a little momentum i would love for what we've talked about through yeah. these two games to just kind of go the other way, which is where the Dodgers are have nothing to lose and the Arizona Diamondbacks go from... Because if they lose tomorrow night, the Diamondbacks sure. like, we're in pretty good shape. They don't have anybody pitching in game four. We still got a two-to-one lead. Jump out on them three-to-one in game four. Let's see what that feels okay. like. Can I tell you something? And, and this is a very... I really, really thought the Dodgers were going to win yesterday. I really did. So did I. I say when you and I were having the conversation, I really <laughs> felt like, okay, I know they got pounded in game one but usually what happens when you're embarrassed in a game it's very likely that you come back and, and you kind of the 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 water just kind of evens out the fact that they're o2 right now sitting in the hole that they're in it makes me think of i'm going to use the padres dodgers as an example sure. last year as somebody that is a padres fan there was no time that I thought the Padres are going to win this series. Even when they went up, they tied it 1-1. They went up 2-1. to And then they're sitting, I think, in that, that game four. Five to three, something they, like that. They were, they were down 3 to nothing. 3 to nothing. that's what And then was. the comeback started coming or whatever the cases ended up. But the reason why I give you that perspective is because if you're the Arizona Diamondbacks, I guarantee you those fans, you're still saying that's still the Los Angeles Dodgers. When are the Dodgers just going to have that one inning? They never had it last year in the playoffs. That one inning this year where they just, oh yeah, that's the Los Angeles Dodgers. If it happens, and if it happens at some point in Game 3, I think they could carry some of that momentum. The problem is they've given you nothing five straight playoff games to think that it's going to happen. And they're running out of time to make it happen, right? Like it, it, Even if it happened in the sixth inning yesterday, it's like, all right, they came alive. It still hasn't happened. Right, they they've hit the ball hard three times in two games. You're running out of time. Like first inning, okay, that didn't happen. Second, like the longer it doesn't happen, the less likely it is to happen. It needs to happen. It needs to happen early in that game. Jesse in Whittier, batting leadoff. What's up, Jess? Hey guys, how you guys doing? All right. The Dodgers are going to win these next three games, and we're going to win the World Series because it's a drama show. It's a good reality TV show. We're going to win it. Why? Because it's a reality TV because show. Because we're, 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 we're so talented that we shouldn't go out at this at all. You I'm, know, I'm with know you, Jesse, that, that they are more talented, but that's yeah, what we said say, is, way too many times. They've before. been way too consistent the other way. Yeah. You know what? I'm with Jesse. <laughs> good. I, I look. I want to join. He sold you. me. I want to think so. Some I illogical optimism is always good. I, I don't disagree. You know what else could happen? Yeah. Emily, would you say it's been 10 years since Lance Lynn won a playoff game? Yep. Okay. 10 years. I, I did not have gray hair 10 years ago, or at least not much of it. I got quite a bit. I had hair what if 10 he just years ago. comes out tomorrow and just pitches a dime? What if he... Okay. Let me ask you this. Okay. While he... If Lance Lynn pitched five innings and gave up two runs, mm -hmm. that's a that's a great outing, right? Of course. Yeah. I agree. That's not out of the question. He could do that. He could also be out of the game in the second inning like Bobby Miller, but it's not out of the question. Mm -hmm. That Mookie Betts hits a couple of home runs, Freddie Freeman has a couple of doubles, these are not impossibilities. No, you're just you, asking you them to just... You need to have them start to happen now. You're, like, not, you're, not, now. you're not asking the Dodgers... I think you've said this a couple times. You don't need the Dodgers to be anything other than who they are. But they're in the postseason, and they're completely not 
of what they're represented for X amount of games. I Listen, I get you have bad games, but they have bad series. This isn't a, hey, a one bad game here, two bad games. They have bad series, and like you said, time's running out, clock's ticking. Let's try another one. Let's go to, wow, Cabo. Greg in Cabo. What's going on, Greg? He's waiting for Dave. Hey, this is, this is Greg in Cabo. I'm, That's why I said let's go to Greg Normani. in Cabo. I'm also, I'm also the DJ for Chris Morales' birthday party Friday. Okay. okay, okay. All right. Along with the live bands. But I want to say that Chris Roberts keeps mixing the lineup. These guys already won over 100 games. I mean, they had a week off. Let's keep the lineup that just kicks you-know-what and stop playing with these guys' heads. Nobody knows they're going to play second, right field, center field. They played the exact the same lineup two days play? in a row. Get back to our winning ways here. We're going to win it all. I know that because you know what? It can't go another way because Roberts wants to keep his job. You having some tequila and medallas this morning, Greg? The most underrated... <laughs> Uh, was Jorge saying that he's waiting for Dave to come join him in Cabo? <laughs> yeah, it, it, nobody heard it. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard it. It's yeah. one, two, three, it, it can't, well three, done. two, one, can't. Three, two, yeah, was that two, one, Van Axel or Cedric Sabalos? Nick Van Axel. I knew it was one of the two. <laughs> Nick Van Axel. Um, they had the exact same lineup in both games. Well, I, I, I don't know if he, I, just, I, I don't know if he met in the regular season, but I don't know how much the regular season it changed to the, but the postseason. This is not the Dodgers of 1977, where this the same eight guys that play every day. They they have their lineups that they go. And the the problem isn't do this instead of that. The problem is they got to wake the up. They they got they got to get involved. That this hey, it's going to happen. We're the Dodgers. This this let's just be who we are. Sleep. That would be great if they had a little runway for this to happen. If they had a six game losing streak in the middle of July, you're like it doesn't. It'll it'll fix itself. They don't have time. There, there's no time. Whatever you need to do to juice it, it needs to be juiced. No Factor margin. cap. What's that? Like Robert said, no margin. And I think he called him Chris Roberts. Who <laughs> he was did call him Chris, Chris Roberts. Roberts, the former play-by-play guy for UCLA. But maybe that's who he was talking about. Maybe he should get the game. Primo, yeah. <laughs> but it's Justin Fields' play. <laughs> who knows? But look, I anything, can't see Emily. Anything, yeah, she just. I literally Sorry, cannot see her. her. I don't want to <laughs> no, stand anymore. <laughs> it's our chairs. <laughs> just do jumping jacks the entire show, right? Get okay. your calisthenics in there. Factor caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hey guys, um, so today I just want to start off kind of on a serious note going into this, but today is World Mental Health Day, and so if you're listening to this and you're struggling with anything, make sure you go and see a therapist, go to have your group around you. I've been seeing a therapist for over six years now, and so I see her once a week. It's great. It helps me with so much stuff, and it's you're never too big to go to a therapist and, or to see someone or ha- talk to somebody. So it's really important. They make it so advice. easy now, too. There is, I think it's betterhelp.com. But there's there's BetterHelp, so there's Psychology many... Today, there's Alma. There's all these places that you can go find someone that's perfect for you. If you're, you and your therapist are not clicking, yep. go to a new one. But it's so easy, too, that because they're all available online, too, you can literally at any time set it up. You don't have to drive an hour to go see the person. Yes, right. you can do you can do in person, you can do online. All of it is helpful and all of it is meaningful for your quality of life. And like Marshall Lynch said, Take care of your mental. Take care of your mental health. It's really important. Great advice. So, anyway, I'm going to do kind of some happy things that we're going to do things. Things that make me help. Uh, so, no happy. Dodgers? <laughs> no Dodgers. <laughs> things that help me with my mental health. So, one of them is, you know, I love to care for kids and I'm around kids a lot and they bring me a lot of happiness. So, uh, my statement is, you feel great when a little baby smiles at you. So it's like when, you know, a stranger baby that's, you know, the parent is holding it yep. and they're facing you. You feel great when a baby smiles at you. Travis, factor cap. Fact. It, 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 it is one of those things that it's impossible not to smile back. And it's it, even as they're getting Do a little the, wave. the baby gets a little older and they're not a baby, but maybe they're a toddler like they're in the grocery cart with their mom or yeah. their dad. Yeah. And, and you can like make a face and get them to smile. It feels really good. Here's another one that, like, just talking about, mm-hmm. like, just the general feel goods of it all. Holding a baby makes you feel oh, yeah. wonderful. Yep. Even even if the baby's a little fussy, now you don't want to do it for hours. That's kind of a drag. But just that little moment where you get to hold that little person in your arms, it's terrific. Al, man, I don't know what it is. Fact, it's so contagious. Um, when a baby, I, I, I'm a cheek grabber. I like grabbing the the cheek, squeezing Ooh, that oh, cheek yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean. <laughs> I, uh, I I want to do that, especially like I'm thinking of places specifically. You're at an airport or you're on a plane and, you know, babies are yeah. going to be fussy. But when they can see you, I, I can't not like communicate with them sure. in a eight-month-year-old way. You know what I mean? Jorge? Yeah, especially when you're in a restaurant and they're sitting yeah. in the booth behind you. And they look over the and top. And they look over oh, and they're messing with you. Yeah. 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 I used to get a lot in like pews at church too. So like there would be like a kid in the pew in front of us and they just like stare at you but like be really cute too. So it's always great. And I'm sure the parents also love when they see the little kid happy as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Just two hands. Just squeeze. <laughs> or at Disneyland when you're standing in line like with those long lines and yes. there's a bunch of kids you're just like, man. Especially, I have a five-year-old so it's like I, you know, when when yeah. she yeah. when I come home and she's like, daddy, and oh, I'm like, dang. You're, you're in the That's sweet cool. spot right now. Oh, yeah. Because from like three to about yep. 11 they love you and they're not ashamed to express their love for you then at about 12 they're terribly yeah, dad. Or, hey, what you. is your can you do what what does your daughter do when you get home daddy you're home and she runs to the <laughs> door does michael do that when he gets home after school <laughs> okay you're, you're me i'm gonna be michael okay i walk through the door what would you say to michael michael how was your day michael um all right, I'm out of here, Michael. And then what? I just leave. What? <laughs> Where's the pot? What? Oh, <laughs> uh, fine. Why are you asking me? Fine, bro. Wait. Hey, is everything okay? I'm fine. It's like, geez, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm also gonna go to a concert tonight. And again, concert going to concerts is one of my favorite things to do. I love to see artists that come through, and that's one of the great things about being in LA. Who are you seeing tonight? I'm seeing a band. It's actually two headliners, and so it's. 
Bishop Briggs, who's a woman she sings. She actually, I think, either won or was a finalist on The Voice like two years ago. But she was famous before that. No, not The Voice. Mass Singer. That's the one. And then also Mr. Wives. Um, but I'm also seeing a concert tomorrow, too. So I have two concerts back to back, but two bands nice. that I love. Um, so going to concerts alone is a good experience. Al, Factor Cap. Um, I'm going to go fact on this. I Actually, a couple years ago... Actually, I've done it before. If there's an artist that I want to go see and Michelle doesn't want to go see, that's all good. I, you know, I, listen, my my cup of tea when it comes to music because it's reggae and I really like reggae. That's not for everybody. So if I just want to go see Bishop Briggs, by the way, being played. If I just want to go see an artist and I don't have somebody to come with, that's okay. That's my own connection. That's the artist that I like. That so fact for me. Trev. I've never done it, so I can't speak to it firsthand. But what I do know that I like, I like going to a restaurant by myself. I like going to a movie, movie by myself. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that that would be in the in the same lane. It's much more like a movie, I feel like, because yeah. it's kind of you're just experiencing one thing. Sure. You yeah. don't have to talk to the person next to you because it's almost too loud. I, yeah. I've never done sporting it. Sporting event I, would be tough. I need to be with somebody sporting can, can event. It, honestly, yeah. I did it last night, more or less. I met up with a couple of people during the game and just had some conversations, but I wasn't sitting with somebody the whole game. But if you didn't have, I've gone to plenty of sporting events where I got my credential too, yeah. right? If you didn't have your credential and you actually bought a single ticket, I've I done think it. I need to be with. I've done it. it. It's better with people for sure. Yeah. Better with people for sure. Jorge? I've never done it either, a concert, but like, you know, dinner, I've done sport events. And even at a sport event, like, you know, people are going to be there. Yeah. Like in your contacts, you can just reach out to who's at the game and you can always meet up with them. But, you know, watching a sport event is not bad. Actually, you save some money. Like Brenda, when um, I forget what it was, I guess it was Mexico coming out here. She was like, hey, do you want to go to the game? Like, I don't have to go. And I was like, just buy yourself a ticket. Like, it's cool. And sure enough, I bought my ticket by myself. No it's, issue. It's never a bad time. <laughs> All right, so this thing is may, maybe something that makes me happy, but I do understand it more now. So uh, I've kind of gotten, you know, I've hosted parties at my house before, and I always kind of like to clean the day of, and I'm also kind of always a little stressed the day of. I, I clean a lot. I try to make sure the house looks really nice. I try to make sure everything's all taken care of. And it's kind of funny because I used to always look at my mom, and I was like, oh, my mom looks so stressed. It's just no one cares about going to my room if, if, if everyone's going to be hanging out in the living room. Sorry, Siri. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you understand now why your mom was was always so stressed when people were coming over. Jorge, factor cap. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I do. Especially with my, you know, I, again, Maite, five. The living room's a mess. Her room's a mess. It's just, you know. And then when Brenda's parents are coming over, she's always like stressing to clean up. I'm like, why? It's gonna, yeah. you know, it's gonna yeah. be a mess anyway. So just, we just try to cope with that as much as we can. But yeah, I now I understand my mom for sure. Trev. Cap, my my mom is meticulous when it comes to preparing for things. I mean, meticulous to a degree that's hard to articulate to you guys to have you understand it. Meticulous in like the most literal definition. You're going to regret this. (laughs) Every single time that I have hosted a party, you get the house clean enough. Here's the only thing people remember when they come over to your house. Was the food good? Did you have enough to drink? Did you have a good time? Yep. That's it. it. Nobody remembers anything else. That is literally... It. Unless it's so gross, if it's, it can't be gross. You're <laughs> yeah, right. It yeah. can't. You can't have a sink full of dishes. Not into frat parties yeah. that but, are disgusting. No, those are gross. <laughs> but as adults, as as functioning adults, the only thing is: the, was there food? Was it good? Yeah. Is there drinks? Was it good? And did I have a good time? That's it. Mm-hmm. And make sure the floor isn't sticky. That's about it. <laughs> Al, what about you? Cap for me too. My mom would be, you know, growing up. It's like uh, clean your closet. I'm like, no one's coming in the closet. Okay. <laughs> Go clean. Pull the weeds down to the bed. No one's going in down the hill yeah. to go look at your lemon tree. 
Maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe, like okay, the lemon tree. Maybe the yeah. lemon tree is not the best example. Um, but they would. How big was the lemon tree? Like, were there a lot of? Could I have taken a few home? Is it that good? Thousand percent. Still do it every time I go down there. I'm cool. grabbing lemons, Please. and I'll bring some lemons Please for you. Bring next me some time, lemons. Okay? I'll, bring, I'll bring them Friday. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay. I have some. Oh, well, I, yeah. we have mangoes too. The mango trees already. Come Let's on, go. That's, you have a mango tree? Yeah, that's impressive. Do. That's amazing. That's impressive. Avocado, mango, guava. Orange, lemons, pomegranate, strawberries, this guy's pomegranate. Got like an orchard. Yes. Yeah, this guy's the farm. They call this guy's it the farm got over sprouts. There. <laughs> <laughs> he farms alfalfa in his front yard. <laughs> He's just taking trucks to sprouts. Exactly. That's how they get their uh, their fruit. <laughs> but it, it's it's definitely it's it's cap for me. They they stressed way too much about things that we don't need to clean off the oil stain in the garage it, it needs to be clean but it doesn't need to be perfect yeah like and there's um there's about 12 hours worth of work between good enough and perfect good enough is good enough totally and then that's all i have for you guys today but again if you're someone that is struggling with your mental health never be afraid to reach out to someone never be afraid to have the people around you go see a therapist there's no shame in it there's nothing like that at all it makes you a better person um, over time so just please go and take care of your mental health all right, we're going to try to stay on the optimistic train here okay. and give you another reason why the Dodgers can find a way to do it because something, while a lot has gone wrong, something has gone exactly right. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So the picks are in. It's official. We had a Monday night game last night. Slee, you're right back in it, my friend. Okay, what are we looking like? Give, you give us had some. an eight-point week. Yeah. You were tied for the lead Thanks, for the week. Thanks, SC. You, uh, SC, you missed your two-pointer. Yep. Jorge also missed his two-pointer. He got eight points as well. Uh, Green Bay, he nearly had a perfect week. So both of you guys had eight. Emily went two and two, but she got the right two. She had her four-point and her three-point, so she has oh, a so seven-point week. The, she's probably in the lead now. And so we'll just move on from there. Okay. Um, so here's the grand running total at this point. We have a new leader. 31 points. Gracias. Jorge. Swag system, baby. Jorge with 31. 31. Okay. We have a new second place person. Emily. Emily Hebel with 29 points. Okay. I am right on her heels with 28. Okay. Boo. Slee, you closed the gap significantly. You're in 23 now. So you're within one week distance of, of being in the lead. Damn, so I'm still. You're still in like, you had a you had a four point and a zero. Well, here's back to that's a tough. You basically zero. got four. You, you basically. No, I think did, AK got me three. Was it? Oh, three, and then a and then one? I did my data. Remember where I was trying to collect data of go completely opposite with Take everybody else. AK had got you a one. <laughs> that data did not work. You out got very yourself. Well. Uh, no, AK got you a three. three. You got yourself a one. Yep. Then you had a zero. Yep. That's. <laughs> I had that for data. Now the last two weeks, nine and eight. I had two bye weeks. <laughs> I had two but, weeks right But no point. one else has any. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. But you're right back in All right, it. We'll back you're in. right back in it. Let's yeah, go to Gilbert in Los Angeles. Gil, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, guys. I know it's World Mental Health Day, but I'm a, a little less optimistic about the Dodgers uh, in the playoffs. I'm, I kind of think they're done. Uh, honestly, I've, I've kind of had a lost hope for them this whole entire year. I really haven't gone to any games because – you know, it's going to be the same story over and over again in the playoffs, and this is exactly what's happening. I know they got another chance, but I really don't see it happening again, man. Uh, they, all, all these years, it's the same thing over and over again, I guess, my entire life, you would say. And I want a World Series with 162 games because those the half a season, I mean, it's a half a season. They always peak after 80 games, 60 games or so, you know? So during that 2020 season, they were peaking at the very best. I want to see them fight for 162 games and the World Series. They basically you know? won a World and Series in happen. June. 
right? It would be the equivalent yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I mean, Gil, it's, it's I, I share anymore. what you're saying. Almost. Let me let me ask you a quick question, Gil. How how old are you? Yeah, thirty two. Okay, so I, I got about twenty. Security. I got about twenty years on you because. Gil, your run through this, I think, is probably like most people, where this happens over and over again. That you have these, you get in the playoffs a lot, and then this incredible playoff disappointment, uh, minus the 2020 season, which is, again, I'll say it, not less than, but very, very different sure, for sure. these reasons. Yeah. The Dodgers, the, the last full season that they won the World Series, 1988, was exactly what we've all been talking That was not a particularly, I think that team won like 87 games. It was not a juggernaut. This is a team that lost. Going by memory here, 11 out of 12 to the New York Mets during the regular season. 10 of 11. 10 of 11. And then beat them in a short series. They went in against an Oakland team that was so heavily at the bash by Canseco, McGuire, Dave Stewart, Dennis Eckersley, right? Just this monstrous World Series uh, perennial team. And they beat them in five games. And they were 94, 67, and 1. Yeah, th- this, this was not a team that was particularly talented, but it had that little something. They had the stuntmen were that group of guys that weren't the – it was led by Mickey Hatcher, right? You had Mickey Hatcher and Jeff Hamilton and these guys that were not all-star players, mm-hmm. but that were kind of clutch, that were kind of scrappy, that were able to it's do like all Nationals these different things. the Nationals in 2019. Things. They were 94 and 69. They just kind of got – lucky along the way i know they went to the dodgers and i'm sorry guys for that but they had things break their way and they had guys that set up in big they had healthy and they also had the right time something else on that team (laughs) sure they had two pitchers that were at the absolute peak of their powers yes scherzer and strasburg were both virtually automatic wins and strasburg won a um, mvp he was terrific the dodgers had oral hersheiser and some other guys that were good but nothing nothing like that you know and, and and this is I'm sorry out this yep. this is the part that I I keep coming back to I don't think it's Dave Roberts' fault but I don't know whose fault it is I don't know whose fault it is that the Dodgers don't seem to have that thing that intangible that X factor that that spark that clearly Arizona is playing with a team like the Twins what did they lose nine series in a row and then when it showed up new guy Royce Lewis hits a couple of home runs it's like oh my gosh let's go. They got a chance to go to the ALCS for the first mm-hmm. time in a long mm-hmm. time. They got a little spark. Philly clearly has a spark. They've had it two years in a row. They kind of found it in the middle of the season this year. The Dodgers don't have the spark. What they have is a bunch of good players that over six months, they're going to win a million games. But when it comes down to we're going to have to have a fist fight five times, I don't know if they're up for that. And it just, it just, they have not been up for it for a very long time. Can I, can I ask you this? Because something changed for me with the Dodgers. And I lost a lot of hope that they were going to. My confidence level of the Dodgers diminished a ton about a month ago when the situation with Julio happened and then the questions about Kershaw and his arm and and will this guy be able to kind of hold up and, and give you some good starts in the postseason. Yeah. And then the month played out and they kept winning. They kept playing good baseball. If, if I'd have told you a couple of months ago, Hey, you're going to start a playoff round where Kershaw's, you have no idea what you're going to get from him, and you know what happens later in the season at this stage of his career, and Bobby Miller has to start your game too, and you don't know who's going to start after that. Mm -hmm. How would you feel if I'd have told you that a couple months ago? Two months ago? 
I mean, you're not loving it because that means that a whole bunch of things happened. But if you look, I'm going to change it slightly, Al. Okay. If you just told me you're in the playoffs again, they need to win. They're they're never the underdog. Never, never. They're the Los Angeles Dodgers. They spend a ton of money on payroll. They had two. They're two of the five best players in baseball. Okay. They have an a an absolute roster full of starting pitchers that every other team in baseball would sell their grandmother to get their hands on. They're inexperienced, but they're talented. You've got a, a, an incredibly versatile roster that has depth and experience, and then all of a sudden, that calendar flips over to October, and none of it matters. It's it, I, I can't explain it because they're they're not what you're saying is true, but they 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 played a weird season all season long. And it's not just this year. It's the continuation of the pattern. The reason why I mentioned it is because maybe our stock was also too high on the Dodgers coming in. That I I, I strongly disagree. That they, they, if the they bats won, is one thing, but here's the thing: it's more the arms that I'm talking I, about. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. If this had been, they played five and a half months with. Bueller, May, Gonsolin, sure. Hirsch, or, or Kershaw. But that's why I'm saying a month ago it seemed that way, and then they just kept winning. They did it all season. Kept they, winning they, in the regular never, season. Never mind that when Julio did what he did or was accused of doing what he's accused of doing uh, and left. He didn't pitch very well this year. He mm-hmm. wasn't very good. Gonsolin was terrible all season long. May barely pitched. Walker Bueller never pitched. Kershaw was really good for the first half, and Miller was off and on. They won 100 games with that pitching staff. This was not where you had four 20-game winners and then they all dropped in the second to last week of the season. It's not what happened. Mm-hmm. They did it all season long. The Dodgers are never – they never have an excuse. Figure it out. They're better than Arizona, but they haven't been the last two nights. And and it's it's impossible to wrap your head around the, the, except for it keeps happening. I was going to say the theme of it, <laughs> the theme of it has really nothing to do – with just Arizona. I'm going to go back to this because you've said it a couple times. Kershaw on that first inning, first couple of batters, you're like, oh no. Yesterday, Bobby Miller walks. The opening leadoff guy. Oh no. And there's this, that doesn't happen. You don't get trained by that from one or two games. You no. get trained by that for, for years, years of seeing the same thing. Years. And, and it, it look... I know that's how I felt as a Dodger fan. I know that the other Dodger fans, when Horton and I were sitting with them, when I was there last night, it was throughout the whole ballpark. Yeah. It wasn't just me, pessimistic Travis, thinking, yep. uh-oh. The whole ballpark groaned when Outman dropped the ball. The whole ballpark groaned when Miller walked the opening guy. You can't tell me that that same feeling. They're not going to show it on their faces. They're not going to audibly, ugh. Yeah. The Dodger players are feeling it, too. You can't convince me otherwise. Maybe you guys need the Marlins guy there. <laughs> Look, at I'll buy point, him the damn ticket at this point if know, that's what it helps. You want to buy that. Pretty expensive. Pretty I take expensive, that back. Yeah. I take that back. You got kids. Let's try another one here. Let's go with uh, Ellie in Ventura. Ellie, you're on with Travis Lee. Yeah, hi, guys. I, I think one of the issues for me is that it seems to me that when the Dodgers get that break, they win the West, then they get that time off to try to, you know, get focused, heal up and everything, where some of these other teams are out there and they're still grinding. And they're still in like that work mode, and they just get out there and they just continue on like like it's another baseball so, game. Ellie, they- let, let me let me ask you this real quick. Just what would you would you rather see them? Would you rather see them have to be in a position where they have to play games? Because I think every team that advanced to get to this point that had to play and didn't have the buy would rather have the buy. So. It, 
because I've 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 heard other people try to make the argument. I don't think there's a team out there, a GM, a manager that would not rather be in the Dodgers position than what Arizona had to go through. I don't disagree with you on that, but they've got to perform when they have that break and then they come back out of it. And right from the beginning, without men dropping the ball out yeah. there in the first inning, that kind of set the tone. And two games in a row, that happened. It and did. so you see that things start to trend. And then they've wasted, in my opinion, a lot of those arms during the regular season. Get the other guys up. We don't care if you won 20 games. I'm sorry. We just got to win the last game of the year. Just like in the movie Moneyball. That's what he preaches. So at the end of the day, I think they need to stop utilizing their pitchers as much as they do because they're all on the IL and the IR list right now. It's they're hurting their players during the regular season just to get those. I, I hear you, Ellie. And look, the, the fact of the matter is they did have all their guys go down. The Braves had two of their four guys go down too. You know what I mean? And the Braves are one one. It's not the first year it, it, this it's has not happened. The first year it's happened. Mm-hmm. And I, what the 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 thing that I agree with the most that you said, Ellie, is. They did, regardless of whether they continue to play, we've seen them have to go through the one game playoff against uh, St. Louis. We saw them have to go right into a series against the Giants after that, and they won those series. But ultimately, they ran out of gas, right? There is no magic bullet to if you're in this position, it's the better position. I agree with you. If you said to every team in baseball, you want the buy or not, they'd all take it because you can get clipped in that first round, right? The other part is you have to be good when it matters most not be best over six months which gets you in now it just matters i said it to you you're probably so sick of me saying this out yeah it doesn't matter you're you're o and o and with when you have a history of laying an egg that o and o is like you're o and 40 before it even starts mm. because the pressure of hey you're not going to do it again are you they can say it doesn't matter that was last year of course it matters yeah of course it matters you 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 if it didn't matter, why does yeah. it keep happening over and over again? Of course it matters. I know we got a break, but do you want to know the good news? Lakers took care of business last night. Let's do it. I need I need something. Look, you talk <laughs> about the Lakers. I'm going to sit here and bang my head on the desk. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
So the picks are in. It's official. We had a Monday night game last night. Slee, you're right back in it, my friend. Okay. What are we looking like? Give, give you us had some. an eight-point week. Yeah. You were tied for the lead Thanks, for the week. Thanks, SC. You, uh, SC, you missed your two-pointer. Yep. Jorge also missed his two-pointer. He got eight points as well. Uh, Green Bay, he nearly had a perfect week. So both of you guys had eight. Emily went two and two, but she got the right two. She had her four-point and her three-point, so she has oh, a so seven-point week. Uh, she's probably in the lead now. And so we'll just move on from there. Okay. Um, so here's the grand running total at this point. We have a new leader, 31 points. Gracias. Jorge. Swag system, baby. Jorge with 31. 31. Okay. We have a new second place person, Emily Emily Hebel Woo-hoo! with twenty nine points. Okay, I am right on her heels with twenty eight. Okay, Slee, you closed the gap significantly. You're in twenty three now, so you're within one week distance of of being in the lead. Damn, so I'm still. You're still in like <laughs> you had a you had a four point and a zero. Well, here's back to that's a tough. You basically zero. got four. You, you basically. No, I think did, AK got me three. Was it oh three and then a and then one? I did my data. Remember where I was trying to collect data of go completely opposite with Take everybody else? AK had got you a one. <laughs> that data did not work you out You got yourself well. uh, No, AK got you a three. three. You got yourself a one. Yep. Then you had a zero. Yep, that's... <laughs> I had that for data. Now, the last two weeks, nine and eight. I had two bye weeks. <laughs> I had two <laughs> but, weeks right But no one else has any. <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. But you're right back All in right, it. We'll back you're in. right back in it. Let's yeah, go to Gilbert in Los Angeles. Gil, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey guys, I know it's World Mental Health Day, but I'm a, a little less optimistic about the Dodgers uh, in the playoffs. I'm, I kind of think they're done. Uh, honestly, I've, I've kind of had a lost hope for them this whole entire year. I really haven't gone to any games because, you know, it's going to be the same story over and over again in the playoffs, and this is exactly what's happening. I know they got another chance, but I really don't see it happening again, man. Uh, they, all, all these years, it's the same thing over and over again, I guess, my entire life, you would say. And I want a World Series with 162 games because those, the half a season, I mean, it's a half a season. They always peak after 80 games, 60 games or so, you know? So during that 2020 season, they were peaking at the very best. I want to see them fight for 162 games and the World Series. They basically you know? won a World and Series in June, right? It would be the equivalent yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, I mean, I, I, I share what you're saying. Almost. Let, me, let me ask you a quick question, Gil. How, how old are you? Yeah, 32. Okay, so I, I got about twenty. Security. I got about twenty years on you because, Gil, your run through this, I think, is probably like most people, where this happens over and over again. That you have these, you yep. get in the playoffs a lot, and then this incredible playoff disappointment, uh, minus the twenty twenty season, which is, again, I'll say it, not less than, but very, very different sure, for sure. these reasons. Yeah. The Dodgers, the the last full season that they won the World Series, nineteen eighty eight was exactly what we've all been talking That was not a particularly – I think that team won like 87 games. It was not a juggernaut. This is a team that lost, going by memory here, 11 out of 12 to the New York Mets during the regular season. 10 of 11. 10 of 11. And then beat them in a short series. That went in against an Oakland team that was so heavily at the bash by Canseco, McGuire, Dave Stewart, Dennis Eckersley, right? Just this monstrous World Series uh, perennial team – and they beat them in five games. And they were 94-67-1. Yeah, th- this this was not a team that was particularly talented, but it had that little something. They had the stuntmen were that group of guys that weren't the others, led by Mickey Hatcher, right? You had Mickey Hatcher and Jeff Hamilton and these guys that were not all-star players, mm-hmm. but that were 
kind of clutch, that were kind of scrappy, that were able to it's do like the all Nationals these different things. the Nationals in 2019. Things. They were 94 and 69. And they just kind of got lucky along the way. I know they went to the Dodgers, and I'm sorry guys for that, but they had things break their way, and they had guys that stepped up in big They had healthy and hot they also at had the right time. Something and... else on that team. <laughs> sure. They had two pitchers or that fantastic. were sure. at the absolute peak of their powers. Yes. Scherzer and Strasburg were both virtually automatic wins. And Strasburg won a, um, an MVP. He was terrific. The Dodgers had Oral Hershiser and some other guys that were good, but nothing, nothing like that. You know, and 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 this is I'm sorry, Al. This yep. this is the part that I I keep coming back to. I don't think it's Dave Roberts' fault, but I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know whose fault it is that the Dodgers don't seem to have that thing, that intangible, that X factor, that that spark that clearly Arizona is playing with. A team like the Twins, what did they lose? Nine series in a row, and then when it showed up. New guy, Royce Lewis hits a couple of home runs. It's like, oh my gosh, let's go. They got a chance to go to the ALCS for the first Mm -hmm. time in a long Mm -hmm. time. They got a little spark. Philly clearly has a spark. They've had it two years in a row. They kind of found it in the middle of the season this year. The Dodgers don't have the spark. What they have is a bunch of good players that over six months, they're going to win a million games. But when it comes down to we're going to have to have a fist fight five times, I don't know if they're up for that. And it just, just, they they have not been up for it for a very long time. Can I I ask you this? Because... Something changed for me with the Dodgers, and I lost a lot of hope that they were going to. My confidence level of the Dodgers diminished a ton about a month ago when the situation with Julio happened, and then the questions about Kershaw and his arm, and and will this guy be able to kind of hold up and, and give you some good starts in the postseason? Yeah. And then the month played out, and they kept winning. They kept playing good baseball. If, if I'd have told you a couple of months ago, hey, you're going to start a playoff round where Kershaw's, you have no idea what you're going to get from him, and you know what happens later in the season at this stage of his career, and Bobby Miller has to start your game too, and you don't know who's going to start after that. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if I'd have told you that a couple months ago? Two months ago? I mean, you're not loving it because that means that a whole bunch of things happened. But if you look, I'm going to change it slightly, Al. Okay. If you just told me you're in the playoffs again, they need to win. They're they're never the underdog. Never, never. They're the Los Angeles Dodgers. They spend a ton of money on payroll. They had two. They're two of the five best players in baseball. Okay. They have an a an absolute roster full of starting pitchers that every other team in baseball would sell their grandmother to get their hands on. They're inexperienced, but they're talented. You've got a, a, an incredibly versatile roster that has depth and experience, and then all of a sudden, that calendar flips over to October, and none of it matters. It's it, I, I can't explain it because they're, they're not – what you're saying is true, but they, they, they played a weird season all season long. And it's not just this year. It's the continuation of the pattern. The reason why I mention it is because maybe our stock was also too high on the Dodgers coming in. That I I, I strongly disagree. That that they, if the bats won, is one thing, but here's the thing: it's more the arms that I'm talking I, about. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. If this had been, they played five and a half months with. Bueller, May, Gonsolin, sure. Kershaw. That's why I'm saying a month ago it seemed that way, and then they just kept winning. They did it all season. Kept they, winning they, in the regular never, season. Never mind that when Julio did what he did or was accused of doing what he's accused of doing uh, and left. He didn't pitch very well this year. He mm-hmm. wasn't very good. 
Gonsolin was terrible all season long. May barely pitched. Walker Bueller never pitched. Kershaw was really good for the first half. And Miller was off and on. They won 100 games with that pitching staff. This was not where you had four 20-game winners and then they all dropped in the second to last week of the season. It's not what happened. Mm-hmm. They did it all season long. The Dodgers are never... The, they never have an excuse. Figure it out. They're better than Arizona, but they haven't been the last two nights. And and it's it's impossible to wrap your head around, the, the, except for it keeps happening. I was going to say the theme of it. <laughs> the theme of it has really nothing to do with just Arizona. I'm going to go back to this because you've said it a couple times. Kershaw in that first inning, first couple of batters, you're like, oh no. Yesterday, Bobby Miller walks the opening leadoff guy. Oh no. And there's this that doesn't happen. You don't get trained by that from one or two games. You no. get trained by that for for years, years of seeing the same thing. Years. And and it, it look, I know that's how I felt as a Dodger fan. I know that the other Dodger fans when Horn and I were sitting with them when I was there last night, it was throughout the whole ballpark. Yeah. It wasn't just me, pessimistic Travis thinking, yep. "Uh-oh." The whole ballpark groaned when Outman dropped the ball. The whole ballpark groaned when Miller walked the opening guy. You can't tell me that that same feeling. They're not going to show it on their faces. They're not going to audibly, ooh. Yeah. The Dodger players are feeling it, too. You can't convince me otherwise. Maybe you guys need the Marlins guy there. <laughs> Look, at I'll buy him the damn ticket at this point if know. that's what it helps. I don't know if you want to buy that. Pretty expensive. Pretty I take expensive. that back. Yeah. I take that back. You got kids. Let's try another one here. Let's go with uh, Ellie in Ventura. Ellie, you're on with Travis Lee. Yeah, hi, guys. I, I think one of the issues for me is that it seems – to me that when the Dodgers get that break, they win the West, then they get that time off to try to, you know, get focused, heal up and everything where some of these other teams are out there and they're still grinding and they're still in like that work mode. And they just get out there and they just continue on like like it's another baseball so, game. Ellie, they- let, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. Just what would you would you rather see them would you rather see them have to be in a position where they have to play games? Because I think every team that advanced to get to this point that had to play and didn't have the bye would rather have the bye. So, because I've 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 heard other people try to make the argument, I don't think there's a team out there, a GM, a manager that would not rather be in the Dodgers' position than what Arizona had to go through. I don't disagree with you on that, but they've got to perform when they have that break, and then they come back out of it. And right from the beginning, without men dropping the ball out yeah. there in the first inning, that kind of set the tone. And two games in a row, that happened. It and did. so you see that things start to trend. And then they wasted, in my opinion, a lot of those arms during the regular season. Get the other guys up. We don't care if you won 20 games. I'm sorry. We just got to win the last game of the year. Just like in the movie Moneyball. That's what he preaches. So at the end of the day, I think they need to stop utilizing their pitchers as much as they do because they're all on the IL and the IR list right now. It's they're hurting their players during the regular season just to get those. I, I hear you, Ellie. And look, the fact of the matter is, they did have all their guys go down. The Braves had two of their four guys go down too. You know what I mean? And the Braves are one-one. It's not the first year it, this it, has happened. It's not the first so. year it's happened. Mm-hmm. And I, what the 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 thing that I agree with the most that you said, Ellie, is. They did, regardless of whether they continue to play, we've seen them have to go through the one game playoff against uh, St. Louis. We saw them have to go right into a series against the Giants after that, and they won those series. 
but ultimately they ran out of gas, right? There is no magic bullet to if you're in this position, it's the better position. I agree with you. If you said to every team in baseball, you want the buy or not, they'd all take it because you can get clipped in that first round, right? The other part is you have to be good when it matters most. Not be best over six months, which gets you in. Now it just matters. I said it to you. You're probably so sick of me saying this, Al. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're you're O and O, and with when you have a history of laying an egg, that O and O is like your O and forty before it even starts, mm. because the pressure of hey, you're not going to do it again, are you? They can say that doesn't matter. That was last year. Of course it matters. Yeah. Of course it matters. You you, you if it didn't matter, why does yeah. it keep happening over and over again? Of course it matters. I know we got a break, but do you want to know the good news? Lakers took care of business last night. Let's do it. I need I need something. Look, you talk about the Lakers. I'm going to sit here and bang my head on the desk. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.